0: Coming to you on some serious tape delay via a podcast near you, from that hockey hotbed of San Jose, California, it's dude, Dudes on Hockey.
1: He is now accepting callers, he is calling me dude. DUDE! And now, your hosts, Mike and Doug.
0: Hey there, and welcome to Dudes on Hockey Podcast. I'm Mike, that's Doug. How are you doing, dude? I'm doing good, dude. How are you? I'm doing good. Dude, I heard a rumor. <laughs> That you interviewed Mike Ricci. It's true. It's true. It's true. Dude. Are you going to replay? Can you recap yeah. the interview for us? I
1: can kind of set up what the situation was. I I emceed a fundraiser last night where I was sort of like a Tonight Show format. Yeah. And we had a couple live guests and, and the headliner was Mike Ricci. So uh, I spent a good party yesterday with him and uh, just kind of chatting. And then we did the live interview. He's so super cool, dude. I mean, he was yep. just, yeah. I mean, he was really, really nice. I don't, I really don't know what else to say. Great story, just, dude. Dude. I mean, like I'll tell you about the, the interview was awesome. Yeah. I mean, it was, he's, he's very like kind of uh, soft spoken in person. Like, mm-hmm. you know, um, I w- it's funny when you, when you meet somebody like that who you have been such a fan of, you know, right for so many years, so many years, and, um, you know, I have freaking bobblehead of him yeah. in my office, right? And then you're just standing <laughs> there talking to him, and it's just like I'm talking to you right now. Right. It's totally regular. You're dude. just chilling. It takes you a second to adjust to that, but then after a while, you just kind of forget. Right. And, uh, anyways, the, the interesting part is the, uh, the, the show. I interviewed him. I talked to him on stage. It was probably about a thousand people there. Wow. You know, so... Um, no pressure. I talked to him. We had a fun conversation. entertaining, Mike. <laughs> he was. I mean, he yeah. was. I mean, we, we led with a photo of him with was uh, missing his teeth. And, you know, he talked about how he knows how he lost each of his teeth. Like, he had a story about <laughs> each one. This one, the, this one, that, that. We talked about um, fighting. You know, I asked yes. him, you know... About his first fight, and he told a really funny story about how uh, when he was going off to junior, that his family basically, he felt like he was at his own funeral and they were like, you know, he's going to, half his family was like, oh, he's going to, he's going to get hurt. You know, he's right. going to come back in a body bag. You know, and I think his brothers are saying, you better, the first one who looks at you funny, you got to jump him, right? So yeah, oh yeah sure, sure. So... um I guess he did, and it didn't turn out very well. But that's when he said he realized he had to score goals, and you know, I think he had a thousand, you know, thousand ninety nine NHL games later. You know, he had yeah. a pretty good run. At that. We talked about what he did with the Stanley Cup after he won.
0: Oh, what did he do? Uh,
1: he took it back to to his cottage. It's just so funny to hear all these Canadian guys talk about their cottage, right? Right. On and the he, lake. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like they basically just had a big party with it. You sure. know, He told a story about a potato cannon, which, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I
0: was cracking up.
1: Um, and he also referenced his cousin Vinny, which also made me laugh that that was actually a real thing. That was like a guy. There's know? a guy who has a cousin. He, Vinny. I know. And he started listing off all of his Italian relative names. So... Anyways, dude. I mean, it, it it was it was pretty cool, and
0: uh, I heard an apocryphal story. It, it might be. A, I'm guessing it's apocryphal about Mike Ricci, which is he was in a bar one time, and I guess some woman was hitting on him. She probably knew who he was. You know, he was an NHL player. He was in right. the NHL all the time, and she was telling him how good looking he was, and he took his teeth out and he put them in his beer, and he said, "What do you think of my looks now?" Now I want that story to be so true, but that's just so good. Yeah, I don't
1: know. I mean.
0: It's so good. I, don't I hope know. that's true, but that's just it's it's too good for uh, it to be for it to be true. Anything's
1: but, possible, but
0: I would have asked him that story. I would I, if I had the, known,
1: I yeah. I would have I did have the bobblehead on I had my like uh tonight show desk. Oh did I you? had the bobblehead on the desk. <laughs> uh and I was like, So tell me, do you think it's creepy that a grown man has a toy with your image on it and his house? Yeah, you know? Yeah. And he was like, "No, the only thing that's creepy is I got a bunch of these at my house, and all the heads are missing so the kids keep ripping the heads off." <laughs> you know, and he, he kept going with that. Funny. I mean, yeah. So that's he was funny. he was really funny, and I don't know, dude. It was it was kind of surreal. Yeah. Uh, to just be kind of shooting the breeze with him for for a while, but it was cool, man. It that was is cool. cool. That, th- and you know, if I can find some video of it, I mean, I think that there probably was a video of the evening. So if I do find it, then we'll throw it up on the website.
0: Did you invite him to go to Red Lobster later? <laughs> Shooter, <laughs>
1: I'm gonna go to Red Lobster. You want to go to Red Lobster? No,
0: no. All not. you
1: can eat. No, <laughs> <laughs> I did not. But but he he was a cool dude for sure. That is cool for sure, dude. I wished you had been there. I texted you actually right after I met him in the afternoon. I was like, dude, you know this this. I, I wish you were here because I think you would get it get a kick out of it. But uh, oh, yeah, you were there in spirit. Awesome. dude. You're there
0: in spirit. That would have been sweet. Yeah. Well, I got to say that story is actually mostly better than the story the Sharks put up this week. Although we do get two wins. Are you? what's your mood right now dude how do you feel about this latest three game stretch i mean let's talk about the islanders let's get that out of the way right
1: well i gotta say right now i i feel better about martin jones than i did on tuesday you know where (laughs) i think you know we're seeing just some horrific goaltending from martin jones in the early minutes and got pulled and then staylock seemed to kind of right the ship and then gave up one of the worst goals.
0: Yeah. yeah. I think certainly the worst goal of the season. Oh,
1: for sure. But I mean, of the last, I mean, recent memory. I mean like just from outside the blue line, completely outside the zone, just sort of a hail Mary shot. And it goes in, it just kind of skips across the ice. And it was just demoralizing, just kind of, you know, (laughs) summed up the whole, uh, the whole game and, and their whole skid really. But to see them turn around and, and statistically, get out played in Detroit and win, mm-hmm. really because of Martin Jones. And then Jones gets the call again, which I thought actually I liked that move by Pete DeBoer to go back to Jones. Right. And he put up another good game, you yep. know, another good game against Buffalo, and uh, not a
0: good team, and they only win in overtime. But
1: dude, on the road, um, I think you you take it, you know, and and if you're looking for positives they are clearly trying to get their their number one goalie back on track and you know in in a two game sample size which is not a lot dude but but we'll take it because it had been pretty rocky those 10 games before
0: yeah i i i want to think that the sharks are putting together a run here but given how they played in both games i'm not even sure i can feel that kind of confident right we we said in the last show well the sharks are playing bad of course they're going to run off six straight and certainly didn't start with the islander game but right but the sharks are you know two straights two straight even if it's a overtime win against buffalo and i gotta say you know i'm a i'm a little hardened i i know road teams can tend to focus uh teams and players and i'd like to think that now they've found some sort of rhythm although it's not much of a rhythm. I don't know. What do you think? Are you are you uh, optimistic about the Bruins? I mean, the Bruins are not great. So, are you optimistic? Uh, well,
1: I mean, it's it's going to be a pretty, I think, a pretty good test. You know, I mean, even though they're not playing awesome, it, it'll be it'll be a challenge, dude. I mean, but I'm willing to give them. I mean, they, they've got a chance here. I mean, they're going into to Boston, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Columbus. I mean. These are teams that you think about like that they that they're good, but they're really they they're not that good, right but Boston
0: dude? and Philadelphia definitely winnable games. Pittsburgh of course has flashes of brilliance, but they've been really spotty this year. I mean, year.
1: that's not a, as much of a dominant team as as you might have thought going into the year so. I mean, th- the opportunity is there for, uh, for yeah, <laughs> people are dude. people are roasting you, dude. Oh. <laughs> so, so, why? Because I am doing I the show. Gotta, yeah. <laughs> I Lord. think, I think, I think we got some. Uh, I think we got some trollers here, dude. This is this is gonna come with the territory with, with Periscope. But I'm just gonna stop looking at the comments, dude. <laughs> and I don't want to know what they're saying about me.
0: How do I block him? I don't someone? know. Let's, just forget it, dude. Right.
1: I'm not gonna go through the whole thing. And block it. people got. One loser on there, and we got twenty people who actually want to listen to the show. So right. we'll keep going, right? We'll keep going. Yeah. But uh, you know, the fact that the offense has struggled. I mean, I think can can Martin Jones turn it around? Um, and then can the the guys get some goals going? You know what I mean? And yeah. only scoring once in regulation against Buffalo doesn't really make you feel very good. No. right? I mean that that's that's a struggle. And now you're going into Boston, who's, you know, not been playing great defensively um but you know tukarask is tukarask and it's not going to get any easier right in that game but you want to see some of these players you know you you look here and you go well look at look at i mean still Donskoy, three points in 12 games i mean like yeah i i don't know how much longer i give him you know in in a featured role I, i know it's only 12 games dude but i mean can't don't we need to try and find a spark in another way? I mean, and I don't even know what my suggestion would be. Melker Carlson? Right. I How mean, do you feel? Well, I mean, he's played three games and he has one goal. So he's not exactly, you know, lighting the world on fire, but he's just come back. It's the same story. You know, it's a broken record. The supporting cast, you know, has struggled to contribute in any way offensively. And, you know that's that's a challenge when you, you look down the lineup here, and you've got you know guys who are struggling to to score and put points on the board.
0: And and you still have Joel Ward who has more points than, than right. Joe Thornton. Sure, and and that's not going to hold up.
1: I mean, we know that won't hold up. So hopefully, you know, we can see the the top line get going. We can see uh, the third line maybe start to click a little bit and get some points and. You know, I'm going to try and look at this as a positive, at least you know, with the goaltending. If they can relax a little bit, they feel like Martin Jones has kind of found a groove, then maybe they can relax a little bit and try and open up their game.
0: Yeah. It's just, it seems like it's the same old Sharks. Am I am I wrong here? No,
1: no, there's nothing different, dude. I mean, there, there's really not. I mean, there's a few different players in key positions, but there's nothing that makes... You feel like it's any different. And I think the different thing now is that we're hearing more and more around the league that it's Patrick Marlowe that's pulled the ripcord here. Yeah, uh, and you know God. we can choose to believe We've it or to not. To- but We've got
0: to talk about that. More, more, uh, even more developments in this Patrick Marlowe situation, dude. Than right. last season. I think, uh, and than last week. Last week, what do we, what do we say that it was just purely a rumor? Someone said, "Oh, uh, there's a team interested in Marlowe," and then I think after that was when it came out that he he said he would want to go to three teams, which were right. the, the two the, L.A. area teams and right. the Rangers.
1: Right. And you know, I think we can all pretty comfortably assume that, you know, I don't care if Doug Wilson and Bob Murray are tight. He's not going to the Ducks. No. And he's not going to the Kings. Hell will freeze over before that happens. And the Rangers reportedly, uh, there may be interest on Marlowe's end, but there's not interest – on the Rangers end. Mm-hmm. So, okay. And there's, for three. And
0: there's cap problems, right, with, cap all problems
1: with all problems, all those things. So, you know, um, I don't know if this is going to be, be a quick resolution or, you know, I mean, we don't know how much truth there is to any of this, but I think if you're kind of reading, reading the situation, right. Mm-hmm. I think the, the thing that a lot of people point out, and I think Mark Purdy, uh, pointed out and, and, you know, I, when Mark Purdy writes something, I, yeah. I, I pay attention. Me too. You know? Me too. And I'm pretty sure, dude, and I don't have his you know, latest article in front of me, but I do think he mentioned that Marlowe, when he negotiated his three-year extension, did not have an agent. And
0: now... He does. He does. Yeah. He and, got, and he got uh, Pat... Pat Brisson. Yeah, who is a so, high-powered agent in the NHL.
1: I, I do think that that's, that's interesting. And the timing of it, why does he need an agent now? In the middle of, he's in the middle of a three-year extension. That's true. And now you need an agent. Mm, he needs an agent because he wants out. And I think why he wants out all of a sudden, I, I don't know. You know, right? But
0: I I think it's true.
1: I I believe it.
0: And- I I didn't believe there was any legs to it until I read the story about the Ducks and the Kings and the Rangers, and then. I read this stuff from Purdy about how – and Purdy pointed out that Doug Wilson said that he would not ask any of these players to waive their no-movement clauses, right. which both Thornton and Marlowe have, which means if Doug Wilson's telling the truth – and I, I know there's definitely people out there that wouldn't necessarily uh, bet their paycheck on that – but but assuming Doug Wilson's telling the truth, that means Marlowe came to Doug Wilson first in order for this news about the three teams to be coming out – and, you know, that really sort of resonated with me. It's like, okay, so Doug Wilson isn't even approaching him about moving. And Marlo is saying, go see what's out there for me. Go see, you know, go see where I could go. Um, I'm not necessarily convinced it's going to happen. I know there's some people who commented that Marlo isn't going anywhere. Which I think they're... they're it's, it's certainly possible he won't move anywhere. But I, I, I think it's a lot more likely now than it was a year ago when we were all sort of hoping for it. I think... You know, and especially I think the point was taken where uh, Purdy said, you know, this will probably happen closer to the deadline if it happens, because that's when the market kind of picks up. Teams get more desperate or more interested in adding to the roster. You know, what's the chances, right? Knowing what we know now and assuming that it's correct that Marlowe went to Doug Wilson and said, "Okay, find out what's going on out there. Where could I go? What's the chances that he moves between now and the trade deadline?
1: What are the, what, what percentage do I give it? Yeah. 75%. He's Wow. 75 yeah. I think if he wants to go, and I think that there will be a team. We've seen it, dude. There will be a team. They, they will pay. He's going to have to widen his list. He's going to have to widen his list because his list is not realistic. But if he's willing to widen his list, there'll be a team out there. If he's playing well. I mean, if he really wants to go, he better start playing really well. You know? Yeah. If he can be a 60-point guy, someone's going to give the Sharks a 1st Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that will have Doug Wilson's attention because he does not have a first next year. Right. So I think the Sharks, unless they're in a position where, you know, they are all of a sudden leading the Pacific. Right. Which I don't think is going to be the case. Right. Then, you know... I think he's going to be gone, dude. If he wants to be gone and he's hired an agent to investigate the scenarios, he's going to be gone.
0: It's funny because, you know, we were sort of agitating for this. We were agitating for the rebuild last year. We were saying that, you know, it's time for the sharks to rebuild and for Marlo and Thornton to move on. And for this team to truly make a, a concrete and sort of irrevocable step towards youth. And now that it's sort of happening, I'm a little nervous about it. Like, I'm a little bummed out by it because Patrick Marleau obviously has been with the Sharks since he was drafted in 97. And I'm a little nervous, you know, to see what we get in return, what will happen. You know, the Sharks, if they are looking to rebuild, then sometimes teams can take advantage of that. And they can get good veterans for very little. And, I, I, you know, Doug Wilson is certainly not, he's not bad in a thousand when it comes to good trades. Let's put it that way. And
1: he hasn't really been on this end of this situation before, you know. He's been on the other end of these kinds of situations where he's been the one taking advantage of, you know, uh, the other side. So, yeah, dude, of course, it, it you want to see the Sharks playing from a posi- position of strength. And if Marlowe is making it known that he doesn't want to be here anymore and the Sharks aren't playing well, mm-hmm. then Doug Wilson is not dealing from a position of strength unless he's dealing with someone who's just desperate. To add Patrick Marlowe, so but dude, we've been talking about that. They need to turn the page. Like I mean, yeah. the the page needs to be turned.
0: We have a we have a dissenter in the comments, dude. They say, who, you know, who went, who did the youth plan that worked? Edmonton, Buffalo. It, it's a good point. You Chicago, know, right? That's what I, that would be my return. Pittsburgh, Chicago, Chicago, the Kings, the Ducks. Back when they, so
1: I think it it does work
0: it sometimes. Do-
1: it does work sometimes. Right. Tampa Bay.
0: It doesn't always work. No, no of course no, not. No plan no, works 100% work. of the time. But it, it,
1: and, and, you know, who's to say that Doug Wilson's even the right guy to manage right. that plan? You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if he is or he isn't. But um, but it has worked. I mean, you know, just named the teams that it has worked for. But yeah, of course, Edmonton is a perfect example of, you know, they've completely eaten it. That yeah. team is so snake bit. I do think they have the, management in place now to turn it around. Mm-hmm. But they're so far behind, like, I mean, where they should be. Mm-hmm. So far Ed- behind. Edmonton, yeah. Yeah, Edmonton. What did I say?
0: I don't know. Oh,
1: Edmonton. That's yeah. what I meant. But, you know, I mean, but it, I if think the Ed- Sharks are just treading water, dude, if they're just yeah. treading water, it's the same thing. I mean, if the season ended today, I know we're not even a quarter of the way through, but they wouldn't be in the playoffs. Right. They're behind Arizona. Okay? Right. So, I mean, we know that's not sustainable either. Right. But if they're just going to be... A middling team picking, you know, 14th, then
0: what's the point? Yeah, what are we doing? What are we, what are we planning with? And I think, yeah, I, 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 I have to think that the youth movement is going to work Mm -hmm. because I can't think of another plan that makes sense. Right. There, There isn't another plan that makes sense. It's it's putting all your eggs in that basket, but it's the basket that's worked the most. I mean, yeah, maybe Chicago was a little while ago, but they, how many cups have they won? Four? Right. You know, so it's right. Like, it sounds like that worked out. You know, you get Taves, number one. You get Keen, uh, Kane, number three. You get uh, Duncan Keith, high. It works. Right. It works. And it worked for Pittsburgh, too. So, yeah, I... I think you're right. I think 75%. I would have gone under 75 have I would have gone less than 75% if I was going to guess. I would, I would probably go more like 60%. But I, th- I,
1: think, I
0: think you're right, though. It's more likely than not that Patrick Marlowe will not see the end of the season with the San Jose Sharks.
1: I think Doug Wilson would like to have a do-over on both those contracts. I mean, if he could yeah. get a oh, mulligan yeah. and have a do-over on the Thornton and Marlowe contract, if he could go back in time, I think he would take them both back. I think you would.
0: Yeah. I think you're right. And Thornton's a little is, bit of a tougher call, but given the controversy last season. But listen,
1: I mean, if Marlo wants to go, I mean, how how much further behind is Joe? And I'm not upset with Marlo about it. Listen. No, no. I mean, like, no, no, me if, either. If, if he's looking around the room, he's going, okay, I got passed over for a leadership role. Um, again. Again. Things aren't going well. <laughs> They're not going well. They're going okay. Right. I'm 36, and I'm not going to win a cup here. So yeah, let's if get- I want to win a cup and my family's okay with it, then it's time to go.
0: Right. And maybe that's one of those things that, that the new agent sort of focused on him and said, listen, what do you really want to accomplish in this league? Right. What do you want to do? You want to you build a nice lifestyle? In I, San Jose, you want to have a nice house with some good weather? Right, right. Or do you want to go and try to win a cup somewhere?
1: I think Marlowe knew. Uh, this is pure speculation, but I think he made that decision before he called Pat Brisson.
0: I th- oh, yeah.
1: I mean, he right. called him because he wants out. I mean, why do you? I mean, someone. So I said, you know, he hired an agent because he wants to trade. Someone said, oh, that's because he needs an agent. He doesn't need an agent. No. He doesn't need an agent. He didn't need one when he negotiated his contract. That's right. He just did it himself probably with a lawyer
0: which right is, which is frankly stupid but uh, you know that that aside
1: but, but the, it didn't you matter you don't he need want to go anywhere else you're right you he don't didn't want to go anywhere else so what's the point why well, you can keep that extra ten percent mm-hmm. but now you know you, you're not just going to start giving away money to somebody right you know not just a little bit of money
0: oh yeah I know it's a lot you it's, know it's gonna be cool.
1: hundred couple hundred thousand dollars yeah. you know to somebody to just you know Check in on you and see how your gimpy knee feels. You know, this person's gonna be out there working for you and I think what they're working on is getting you out of town. That's just my guess, dude.
0: I think it's a good one, dude. I mean, it's a it's a weird feeling to think that Patrick Marlowe could be in a different jersey. That's very strange. Very strange. But I
1: mean, I, I kinda look at it as this is not a good sign for like what's happening. Right. You know. That if he if he's stuck it out this much. Like he's just kind of stuck it out this much. And now he wants to leave after being kind of the scapegoat for a lot of failure. Mm-hmm. And now he wants out like, mm, like what's not right. And well, I'm not, I'm, and, mm. I know it's only like 18 games in, right. But I, for the, ch- we saw change in the first four games and the rest, everything else that I've seen has been just the same, the same or regression. I mean, the power play so, so bad. <laughs>
0: Like yeah. so bad yeah, yeah. that
1: like how how is this a step in the right direction? It's it just seems it's frustrating, dude. It's, it's frustrating, and, and we and we've won two in a row. So I guess we, we need to just continue <laughs> to look at this week and say, well, can they put it together? Can they get behind Martin Jones and loosen up a little bit?
0: Yeah. It's 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 day-to-day. It's one of those stupid cliches. We're gonna have to evaluate this team on a m- almost moment-to-moment business. We can't we can't uh, trust any trends that happen with the Sharks right now. It's so infuriating. I you know, after those first four games, I was so heartened to see this team playing in this style. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And now it's just kind of a mess again. It's kind of a mess again. I mean, I love Joel Ward, but if if you're counting on Joel Ward to be your third leading scorer, I mean, it, maybe you're a playoff team, but you're certainly not in the, in that upper echelon of teams that can theoretically win the cup. So it's not looking good.
1: We have someone, uh, mentioning that Golt was on Periscope from his hotel room in Detroit. I wonder, uh, wow. How scintillating was that? I mean, what did we see? I don't know. You know, Dylan DeMello sleeping? Like what, <laughs> what? What? did he have there? I I don't know did anybody watch that? I want to see if anybody chimes in to say that they picked up on Goldobin's uh periscope dude. I and mean, what else do you want to talk about dude? I mean what, I'm
0: Dude, I have I I know we talked a few weeks back so I'm I'm uh so let me let me give everybody watching and listening to this a little bit of details on the iTunes review drive that we're doing this yes, season. Yes. Yes. So uh we would love it if you gave us a review on itunes for the podcast it helps uh bring people by and um you know we want you to be honest and to have a a a good interesting review and to if you just want to rate us that's fine we've had several reviews here in the last few weeks and uh we're looking to get a few more so there's one week left in the drive um and we will choose uh and announce on air what we think the best uh review is and doesn't necessarily have to be the most positive i currently my favorite is is the one where they say i really like doug and that other guy and i'm only gonna listen (laughs) as long as that other guy doesn't win the vegas bet which means forever right so i like that one quite a bit um but you know you could definitely take the lead and uh i'm going to announce what the prizes are dude and it's going to be a the the winner will have a choice they're gonna have three choices wow i know lots of choices first choice one of my marcel gotch pucks Ooh yeah. who
1: would want that?
0: I have no idea. But it could be very valuable to Signed somebody. by Marcel
1: Gotch. How about also signed by
0: Mike? I could sign it too, if you think that will be better. I could cross <laughs> his name out and sign it. <laughs> the other is I do have um last year they did a drive where there was a Metallica sharks shirt. And it has like the Metallica um, like skull logo right. with sharks colors yes uh, you see a lot of people wearing those at the tank and it was a giveaway one game uh, i have an extra one of those shirts of course never been worn it's only one size it's only the xl size so i, liar. Have, I have one of those liar <laughs> yeah I wore. It. you
1: wore it to bed last night <laughs> i
0: did no i it's it's completely pristine so we have that if you want that in the third choice we got some
1: people excited they want that shirt
0: they want that shirt the third choice which may be more exciting but i'm i'm guessing it won't be more exciting Is you could get your own limited edition dudes on hockey shirt, which are not available in stores, (laughs) only available (laughs) to contest winners. The the only problem is I don't have the XL size. Oh, so I have small, medium, large, and two XL. So uh, (laughs) I think. So if you're an XL, you just got to keep eating. If you're an XL, then you keep eating. You got to choose something else, or you get the two XL. The thing is, they they run a little. They run a little snug, so I think if you're over about 180 pounds, you're going to need the XL. <laughs>
1: you have to go on a diet.
0: Go on a diet to yeah, fit into the thing. dudes in hockey shoes. Well, that's
1: why people get to choose. That's well, why they that get sounds to like choose. Fun. All right, cool. So, well, so
0: one more week. One more week. Uh, by the time we broadcast, we will announce the winner next week on the show, so make sure you get your review in early enough for us to see it. I don't know how long they take to post, but just to be safe, I do it between now and next Saturday and uh, we will announce uh the winner on the show i'll have to think of a way to verify send me an email if you uh enter and i will uh we'll, we'll figure out a way to do this cool and uh, anyway so that's that's the uh, housekeeping dude is there any other nhl news that you want to talk about pete de isn't are pete DeBoer and tom mcclellan on the same coaching staff for the world yeah, <laughs> they are
1: yeah again they are i guess
0: that's not super awkward it's not like they're enemies or anything no they were on the
1: same coaching staff while DeBoer was interviewing for his old job. Like, I don't yeah. think they care. Yeah, that's true. I mean, these guys, they just want to work. I mean, so? it's not like, you know, he's like moving into his house, and like sleeping <laughs> in the same bed with his wife or something. You know I mean? It's, it's not like wife's wife. Swap. Yeah, it's just, a, it was a job. I yeah. Mean, you know, McClellan gladly put his teal away, and now he's wearing white and orange, you know? I mean, I don't think he cares.
0: All right, dude. Any, any other? Uh...
1: Nope. Nope, dude. Let's hope the Sharks can continue to, you know, if they're playing well defensively, that's great. And maybe they can get their offense going. And, you know, I think we're all waiting for some signs that they're going to try and, you know, get a run going here. So
0: we'll see. Well, new. they're going to have every opportunity to do it this week.
1: Well, it's true.
0: Every I mean, opportunity.
1: Well, it, it's true. It's, it's never easy to, to play in these cities on the road, you know, in Boston, Philly, and Pittsburgh. But at least there's not going to be a lot of travel and you know, they're probably going to ride Jones It wouldn't be surprised if they rode him in every game mm-hmm. he's playing well and hopefully we'll see the Sharks maybe break out and get a, a game where they score four or five goals I think that would be exciting
0: that would be the medicine I would love to see I want to see them score four or five get some medicine let's, let's make it happen go Sharks Sharks hate the show want to get your questions on
1: the air Email questions at dudesonhockey.com. Dudes on Hockey is not affiliated with the Salty Sharks organization or the National Hockey League.